Yes, welcome back to another episode of the Talking Shit Podcast. My name is Ethan, and today on the podcast, we're going to talk all things Glastonbury 2019. The festival just wrapped up over in England. Three days of just absolutely star-studded lineups and of both international and UK music. Most of the artists I'm going to cover today are just from the UK and the music that I enjoy that I managed to see their live set. And um, I think the the main thing we're going to focus on today is Stormzy's Friday night set, which was, I think, one of the best live performances that I haven't attended but actually seen on, on the computer. But I, yeah, we'll talk into that later, but it was quite a, quite a moment. Uh, Friday night at Glastonbury. So yeah, we'll just get cracking into it and talk all things Glastonbury. So yeah, if you don't know, Glastonbury is probably the biggest music festival in the UK and one of the biggest in the world. Uh, it goes for, you know, three days. It's, it's similar to um, Splendour in the Grass I have here in Byron Bay. But uh, one of the first artists I was lucky enough to catch online. Now... Um, to catch these sets, uh, you got to go through BBC Live Player in the UK. You can't watch it here in Australia, but if you know your way around the internet and stuff, you'll know how to, um, how to how to get around that if you're interested to catch any of the sets. So the first one I saw was uh, Georgia Smith. Now, uh, I'm a huge fan of Georgia Smith and I have been for a while. She's a she's like a R&B soul... Soul is probably not the right word, but the singer from the UK, she's so good and she's so talented. Definitely heavy R and B vibes to it. Uh, yeah, her set was amazing. Um, crowd was so into it too, which is always awesome to see and really beams and reflects off the artist and into the audience and so forth. Uh, she, you know, covered the majority of her Lost and Found debut album. Uh, she also brought out um, AJ Tracy. If Mick, if you're listening, I know he's a big AJ Tracy fan and made sure I had to bring this up. Uh, so yeah, brought out AJ Tracy to perform Ladbroke Grove, which I think is one of best one of AJ's best songs in a long time. Such a banger. And because the chorus is actually um it's sampled from Georgia Smith's Wandering Romance. Uh, she did that song before and then AJ come out to do Ladbroke Grove and yeah, oh, amazing. I said amazing. She ended a set with, and then from Ladbroke Grove and ended it with um, Predator's uh, song, which was absolutely insane on my mind. Oh, it absolutely went off. The way they mixed that in was incredible. So that was a, yeah, Georgia Smith's set was incredible and amazing. Brings me on to uh, the next set of Slow Tie. Now, if you don't know Slow Tie, he's a grime artist. Uh, grime, I guess I can call it grime. He's different. He's uh, very different. Uh, but, oh, he's insane. He is so good. And the energy he had in this set was ridiculous. He was um, he's pretty much performing nothing on. He had his custom-made Slow Tie Calvin Klein's on any socks. Um, and oh, it was nothing but energy. Just the whole set was just going nuts. Performing all his old stuff, his new stuff, that really trap infused rap. It was incredible. Um, I quite enjoyed. Yeah, really enjoyed watching the set. Uh, lots of death pits. Like the, he sends half his boy, actually Loyal Carter, who we're about to talk about next. He jumped in one of the death pits in there. It was insane. It was absolutely insane the crowd was going nuts for slow tie dj jumped in there it was yeah it was quite insane um 
you know, Inglorious Bastards. Skepta didn't come out, a little, little disappointed, just a little, uh, but that was, yeah, an insane set by uh, Slow Tie, and if you're heading out to Listen Out, out in Sydney this year, I really recommend going to Slow Tie, he's nothing but energy, so much fun, even if you don't like his music, man, it's, it's, it'll always be a good time. So it uh, brings me on to Loyal Kana, now Loyal Kana is a UK rapper, surprise, surprise, uh, he's, he's an interesting one. Um, he's a very calm, melodic kind of rapper, which you don't see much. He's just very calm, nice voice, not really aggressive, but it's just really nice songs that he makes and raps and his flows are just incredible. And I've never seen like any videos or performances of him live other than he did a Triple J, uh, what's his name, like a version on a Friday uh, a couple of years back where he performed um, old CDs, which is a crazy song, but um. Never seen him live, and I was very interested, and that's what, you know, dragged my eye to uh, watching it, and man, he was sick, he was so sick, the way, like, he still controlled the crowd, and really got everyone into it, where his music isn't so much turn up, but he made it that way, and it really fit well, Um, one of the nicest moments I've seen in a while was, he brought out his, one of his uh, friends, I'm assuming, uh, to propose to his girlfriend on stage, and oh, it was such a moment, it was so nice, um, Dear Jean, the uh, song dedicated to his mum was, oh, that was moving, it was really moving, and seeing his mum up stage, on the side of the stage there, was even nicer, and then ended his set off with old CDs, and oh, such a song, such a big song, and yeah, the crowd was insane, and I really enjoyed this set, one of my favourite ones from the festival that I got to see. This brings me on to an artist that I, I always seen his name, but I never listened to his music, or I may have heard one song on the radio. But uh, in light of this, uh, Lewis Capaldi, I believe it's pronounced, he's the Scottish singer songwriter. And so, what brought my eye to this set was there was an interview with Noel Gallagher, one half of formerly known as Oasis. And was just, you know, absolutely ripping into Lewis, just saying, who the fuck is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Lewis had the best response I've seen on Instagram, was just there loving it. He was lapping it up. He thought getting slagged off by Noel Gallagher is one of the best things that ever happened to him. He's loving it. So, anyway, he's, he's coming, out, um, coming, coming out to Glastonbury main stage. And it is packed. There's so many people there to see So it starts with a remixed video of Noel Gallagher just talking shit about him. And then comes out to uh, WWE wrestler Shane McMahon's theme song, Here Comes the Money. And comes out with a Parker and a bucket hat dressed like Liam and Noel Gallagher from Oasis. And it was so funny. It was so funny. And then to open his jacket up and have a, oh, I love Noel Gallagher's shirt on. It was insane. So that, that hooked me in from the start. And uh, honestly, I logged into a Scottish Ed Sheeran. He is so good. He's just really, really good. And the same thing, he's got very sad songs and he's so funny. And he jokes about this on stage during the set and so forth. He, he, was, he was really good. He's really good. I recommend, yeah, he, I believe he's coming to Australia in summer, I think early January or January time. I recommend going out and seeing him live if you get the chance because I just think he's really good. So that'll lead me on to the next Gallagher on the Pyramid stage. One of my favourite artists of all time and one of my favourite artists still. It's uh, Big LG, Liam Gallagher. Um, oh, 
again, like I, there's not too much to write home about. Just another bumper set, classic Oasis songs mixed in with these new ones. Definitely seen the new song The River performed and Shockwave performed live. And yeah, it was sick. Nothing new. Crowd was hot. Flares everywhere is insane. Um, yeah, really enjoyed, really enjoyed Liam Gallagher's set. You know, Live Forever was so good. Wonderwall, uh, Roll With It. It was, yeah, it was really good. And a lot more. So from what I've seen and when I got to see Liam live myself, you know, there's not much talking. He might just utter, utter a few unaudible words <laughs> through between songs. But this time he starts to talk a lot more to the crowd than he would just a bit in between and just talking. And he definitely made note. He's very active on Twitter, um, and he made note someone because he wears his parkers, his big Stone Island jackets, and someone's like, "Oh, it's going to be thirty-five degrees, Liam. How are you going to go wearing a wearing a parka?" And he's like, "Watch, watch me!" So he comes out the stage in a parka, and believe it was quite cold. He said he's freezing, but um, yeah, it was just a great set. I just want to quickly also men- mention so again another Scottish artist, uh, Jerry Cinnamon. Um, yeah, if, if that's your type of music, that really, um, it's like Scottish folk music guitar. Uh, his great song, Belter. Oh, great, great set. About 45 minutes set. It was really sick. Flares everywhere in the crowd. It was, it was such a good, such a good watch and good listen if you're really into that music. Now, one of the last ones I'll talk about before we go on to Stormzy uh, is Dave. Now, if you don't know Dave, Dave's a surprise, surprise, you got me again, UK rapper. Uh, he's he's one of my favourites, and I'm lucky enough to go catch him there this month, this month down in Sydney. He's uh, playing at Splendour in the Grass, so he's just doing a Sydney sideshow, and I'll definitely be down there for that one. Um, yeah, great set by Dave. He was really good. He's controlled the crowd well. Um Played all the all the songs you'd expect him to play if off the new um, album Psychodrama, and you know previous singles from the mixtapes and so forth. Uh, one of the most touching moments, and it was it was a really wholesome and heartwarming moment. There's a song with um, H. A. Tracy that Dave has called Tiago Silva, named after the PSG centre back, and he um he's been doing this thing, and I've noticed it. I've seen videos of it. He's been doing it all these other just shows for his album and stuff. He um, tries and gets someone out of the crowd to sing AJ Tracy's verse, and you know it's it's not an easy verse. Like it's it's quick tempo, really grimy, quick because you know what AJ Tracy's like. And um, sure enough, there's a kid, there's a kid in the in, kind of in the front bit with a PSG shirt. He's pit me, pit me, and uh, turns around. He's he's got a Tiago Silva jersey on. You got to do it. So Dave brings him up. They wire him all up just so he can hear it well. And Dave's like, "Come on, we can do it." This kid smashes it out of the park. This kid does not miss a word. He absolutely smashed it. It was just so nice to see. Just it's just little moments like that the artists do, and it just I think it just makes everyone feel good. And that kid's life's probably been made. He's been up on stage at Glastonbury. Like, that's that's incredible. And, and definitely with Dave and yeah, so that was probably one of the highlights from that set. And honestly, the festival—it's gone pretty, it's gone pretty global. That video—I've seen it pop up everywhere now. So yeah, that was um, yeah, Glastonbury was insane for Dave and that young kid. So yeah, to uh, set the scene, it's Friday night at the Pyramid Stage of Glastonbury, and to headline that is, um, it's just one of those prestigious things, just like you know, headlining Coachella stuff like that this is like 
this is a pinnacle kind of moment. And for Stormzy, which I believe is probably the biggest UK artist at the moment, aside from maybe Ed Sheeran, um, this was career defining. And I think he said he said it um, leading up to this that this is that this was going to be his biggest moment. And he put a tweet out uh, I think a day before he was uh, going out to perform. I'll um, just get this up and I'll read it to you now. He said. I'm the first black British artist to headline Glastonbury. At 25 years old, I'm the second youngest solo act to ever headline Glastonbury. The youngest being 24-year-old David Bowie in 1971. I'm overwhelmed with emotions. This is the most surreal feeling I've ever experienced. I feel my entire life has led to this moment. I can't explain or fathom what this all is, but I'm 100% sure this is all God in his favour giving him all the glory. Thank you to Emily and Mike Evers for believing in me. I can't wait to see you and hug you both. Thank you so much. So, uh, and even like replies from this from Jeremy Corbyn and so forth is insane. But this really set the tone of what and how big this um, this set was going to be. And myself, I'm a big fan of Stormzy and I have been for a long time. And I was so like gassed and proud to see see like watch him just do it. Like I could only imagine what it'd be like being there and for his actual friends and family. But just as a fan sitting back and watching this, I just was blown away and it re- it really got to me at one point. I was like, man, this is and it just shows you and how music can move and and make people feel so much emotion. Um, he first of all he comes out with his vest on, which we later see it's like a union jack looking vest was actually it's a stab it was a stab proof vest designed by banksy which was one of the like it just it kept added these things just kept piling up to just start days after come out and um performed his set and oh i couldn't believe it i was like man it it just it really makes you just think like this is insane and you just just watch if you ever get to watch it you just feel like it's just it's just got that aura around it like wow this is this is massive like you just feel like you knew watching it this was going to be this was going to be the moment and a moment that i don't think anyone will forget for a long time so yeah some of the um some of the moments like (laughs) again just adding to this like what the hell uh, there was like a costume change of some sort after a song lights go black. Out strolls Chris Martin from Coldplay. I was like, what the fuck? Comes out and Stormzy comes out and they perform He's Blinded by Your Grace Part 1 off Gang Signs and Prayers. And, oh, God, it was good. It was so good. I really enjoyed it. He also brought out um, Dave and Fredo to perform Funky Friday. And before he said it, it was the first ever, like, purely British hip-hop song to go number one, like, British rap song, and then followed up by performing the number two one, which was Vossy Bop, which went off the crowd, was loving that. But even, like, he did all these old songs, like, uh, Sweet Chocolate, uh, all the old freestyles, Know Me From, and Shut Up was insane. But before he actually performed Shut Up, it was a nice moment standing out in like a stage towards the crowd. He was um, he was out there 
and he like he named like Skepta Wiley and he was just thanking him guys like that for paving the way to his rascal for paving the way for him and then sat there I think I would have been there for nearly two minutes just rattling off all these different names of uh, UK rappers and grime artists that are coming up or are kind of in the moment now and just just sitting there in a credit and naming all these people it was it was really overwhelming I was like whoa the, and you could just show you could just see how much it meant to him and it was insane. It was really insane. Um, and yeah, he performed Shut Up and having the whole crowd do the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da was, oh, was so cool to see. And like, if you, if you can see this set, I, so, I recommend it so much. It was so good. It goes for about an hour and a half or so. Um, and probably probably one of the, the moments that I really sat back and you could see in Storms' emotions that... The it, it, this was the moment was um blinded by my grace part two, which I think is one of the best songs off that album. One of the best songs Storms he's made. He had a whole like gospel choir out with him, as confetti, it, and he you could see the tear in his eye, and I I was moved by that, and that that moment particularly, I just had to sit back and was like wow, it really took me away, and it was just. It, I just can't, I don't know how to explain that That music just makes people feel a way. Not everyone, and certain music does certain things to other people, but definitely for myself, I never, I don't think I've personally ever been as moved as much as I have watching that performance. And you could just feel the pain and the anguish that he suffered and his friends and the grind for him to make that moment, being so young, being so young to have that moment and for the whole world to see, I just, yeah, it, it really made me go, fuck, this is, this is the real deal, this is like, this is it, and oh, it was incredible, and then to close the set with, arguably one of his biggest songs, Big For Your Boots, it was, and it ends with a mic drop and walks off, it was, yeah, such a moment, if you, if you get to watch it, even there's clips on YouTube, you can watch, just like clips of different songs and so forth, even just that, I so recommend it, and yeah, so that that wraps up my review of Glastonbury 2019. Just from what I watched, uh, not too much uh, in depth, but I just it was one of those things that I just want to talk about and put out there that I really enjoyed. One year we might get over there, but yeah. So I'm hoping to see a new Stormzy album very soon, which I would believe is going to happen. Um, yeah. So thanks for listening to another episode of the Talking Shit Podcast. My name's been Ethan. You can find us on Instagram at talkingshit.podcast, SoundCloud Talking Shit Podcast, and Talking Shit Podcast on Spotify and Facebook. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Have a lovely July. Hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Peace.